Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live from overcast Southern California. Welcome in. Summer about to go away. Um, I know most people have their kids back in school. Summer, I think, doesn't totally go away until uh, Labor Day weekend concludes. That That's my own personal belief, right? Then we'll have the NFL or whatever. But as summer turns into fall, we got just great sports for you. A reminder, check out the latest lines from World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. To play gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, a lot to get to in regards to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady II. He returns to practice today. You heard that from Monsi Bolaños. Okay, that's when would Tom Brady return? It was a soft date in terms of today being the day. Here's Todd Bowles, his head coach, talking about his star quarterback's return. I mean, have all your guys back, you feel good, you know, especially after the injury bug has hit lately. So we're happy to have him back. Happy to have him back. Uh, this from Pro Football Network. League sources indicate Tom Brady's time away included a trip to the Bahamas, an exclusive resort primarily for family time with his wife, Giselle, the latest on Brady's, uh, that, that was um, from Aaron Wilson, Aaron underscore, Aaron Wilson underscore NFL. So um, I believe 
Colin may have thought about this, and I know that T.J. Hushmanzad, who joined me on the Dan Patrick Show, this is a week ago today. He said, hey, here's what I'm guessing. It's a pre-planned vacation when he decided to go back. Giselle said, you can go back, but we're doing this vacation. And I think smartly, as much as Tom Brady has been an expert in using social media, you would notice there was no social media posts last week. That would just look bad if he's in the Bahamas chilling and his teammates are scrimmaging. But everyone seems to know the deal. This is what happened. And we move on. But there's a lot of other Tom Brady stuff to talk about, including this story uh, which essentially emanates in Las Vegas, going back to when Tom Brady was a free agent. And remember, you had the video of him on the shop with LeBron James talking about whether or not uh, why he didn't go to certain teams. And he said, you're going to stick with that. You know what? And for the most part, people believed it was at the time Jimmy Garoppolo. The only other guy was Derek Carr. And what's interesting about Derek Carr is, or maybe about this entire story, is the classic mistake that we make throughout not just sports broadcasting, we also make it in life, we make it in business, we make it in judging current history and looking back at historic events, right? The, 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 we, we do this constantly. We look through yesterday through the lens of today. And we forget the context of the time. Right? Many people, myself included, have pointed out, like, look, obviously, where we were as a country during times when slavery was legal was an awful place that we eventually had to come out of. But again, if you look at the context of the time... Our country was far more advanced and pushing for more freedoms and complete freedoms from the time of its infancy. That was the, the desire of it. Of, of, of course, of course, we can go back and point out people who <clears throat> were pro-slavery. Of course, we. But the idea that we're taking names off of schools and off of special places because they may have owned a slave Back then, when, again, the context of the time was they were pushing for more freedom. Am I, I don't know if I'm making sense to people who are so, there's no better word for it than woke, right? And they just want everything from a previous era destroyed because it was wrong and it was bad. But the, the fact is that that's not actually the case. So if you use that argument, let's use it for this in terms of sports. We do it in basketball all the time, right? We talk about, I mean, who was it? J.J. Redick who went after Bob Cousy. And he's like, well, Bob Cousy was playing against plumbers and whatever. Right? And, and Bob Cousy couldn't dribble with his left hand. Again, you're looking at yesterday. You're looking at 50, 60 years ago, 70 years ago in the NBA through a lens of today. In fact, at the time, Bob Cousy was an amazing ball handler, an amazing passer. He threw passes that today even guys don't throw. And while there are certain videos where he only dribbled with his right hand, the fact is that he was, uh, he was advanced in terms of his ability to use both hands and to be creative. And in many ways, it had to be dialed back. But the context of the time was, okay, maybe guys had other jobs in the offseason. And maybe, maybe the players that if he played today would be far quicker, stronger, more athletic. So too would Bob Cousy. Right? We look through yesterday through the lens of today. And we're doing that with Tom Brady. And with the Raiders, here's Dana White explaining what went into him breaking the story that the Raiders were close to signing Tom Brady and Gronk until Gruden blew it up. I didn't want to talk about that, no, but uh, he sort of sucked me into it on live TV. Yeah, it's true. I talked Brady into playing for the Raiders, and uh, Gronk was coming with him, and they were negotiating the deal, and they were really close to getting it done, and then Gruden pulled the deal, and Brady was not happy about it. Neither was I. And, and I thought that I would never tell that story publicly. That's all fine and good. But the reality to it is that I was told the L.A. Chargers thought he was coming. The Miami Dolphins clearly thought they had a chance. Like, we're, we're all acting. Brady is a great player. Brady appears to be a good person. 
Brady appears to be a, a, a good father. Brady is a great leader. He is all these things. He is not perfect. And when multiple teams said, thought they were getting him, as much as I would think it, it seemed like a mistake for Gruden to pull the plug, we don't know a bunch of the other ramifications. All right, go back and look. What was Derek Carr's situation at the time? This is in 2020. Do you know what else was going on during these negotiations? Nothing. Because we were in a pandemic. So in order to be fair, we have to point out the fact that the Raiders had just moved. That Derek Carr had been their leader. That Derek Carr was under contract. And oh yeah, by the way, while I think most of us believe, or most of us know, Tom Brady has been better than Derek Carr, you could very easily make the argument that you know, if it's a two-year deal or, you know, even if you, like, Derek Carr's been just as good as Tom Brady over his last year, probably better. Um, we, we look at the Super Bowl and we say, hey, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. That's proof positive that not only he made the right choice, but that would have been the result for the Raiders. And they would have been better off. We have no idea. There are so many other variables. So many other things going on. So many things we don't know about this deal. Does it make for a great story? Yes. Is it on brand for Dana White? Because Dana White is seen as a truth sayer and just says whatever he thinks, whenever he thinks it, sure. Does, does it make you as a Raider going, man, sure wish we would have had that? Maybe. It, it could be pointed out that Gruden had foresight. Derek Carr is going to be better this year, going to be better for the next five years. Had a better year last year than Tom Brady had last year. And oh yeah, by the way, I love Gronk. Darren Waller's better. Not historically, just like Derek Carr is not historically better than Tom Brady. But during these times, he is in fact better. And we don't know all the different things that go into it. But I do know the mistake that we're all making, myself included, is we're looking at yesterday through the lens of today. There were a bunch of other factors in the Raiders, you know, going to Las Vegas, playing in their new but empty stadium, of course, right? That, that next year, the pandemic was, was going on. Brady was openly opining to go into several different teams. We don't know the money. We don't know what would happen with Carr. We don't know what else he would have wanted, how much control he would have wanted. It stands to reason that as much as Gruden respects Tom Brady, Gruden wants to call the plays, and Brady might have wanted something different. There's a million different reasons why you might not make a deal. But the biggest mistake we continue to make is we're looking at it as result-oriented. Buccaneers won a Super Bowl. Buccaneers went to a playoffs the second year. Therefore, the Raiders made a mistake because they only went to the playoffs this past year. We have no idea what would happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome Welcome in. Um, Baseball heating up, right? Looks like that. It's we're going to have an awesome. The Yankees are bizarre, bizarre. Obviously, when you have Aaron Boone calling out his own team, saying it's right there for him. Um, But they did get a win yesterday. But still, they have, you know, fallen off a bit. Now you have New York versus New York. Herman versus uh, Max Scherzer tonight, right? That's at, at the stadium. He, a gigantic series in New York. Not because either of these teams are not going to make the playoffs, but potential, potential preview of a World Series that gets underway in, what, three hours from right now? Three hours. Uh, you got Milwaukee taking on the Dodgers upcoming. And we mentioned Albert Pujols and his home run exploits. St. Louis travels to... There are tribal the Cubs and play a little night baseball against the Cubbies at Wrigley. A lot to get to. We got uh, that's baseball upcoming in the show. We know how much you guys love that. Plus, Randy and Jason Sklar. That's the Sklar brothers, right? Do you guys remember Cheap Seats? Cheap Seats was, I mean, it was a brilliant show. It was essentially Mystery Science Theater 3000. And you're like, wait, what? Mystery Science Theater 3000, the premise of it was... I believe that there was what was it one human and a droid or two humans and a droid? I'm trying to think back. I just remember their 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 outlines. Anyway, they were basically stuck on a spaceship, and all they had was B movies to play constantly. And they're that you could see them in the corner, and the B movies would play, and they'd make sarcastic comments the whole time. Is that about uh, Jay Stu? Is that about how, the easiest way to explain Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Yeah, that sounds about right. It sounds like John's more familiar with that than I am. I I don't remember don't watching it much. You don't know the show? I I mean, I I remember the show, and I remember the cheap seats was a, a a version of that, but I just don't. I I'm not too familiar with it. Um, they're forced by evil scientists to watch bad B movies until he breaks a host and a bunch of captive robots. Comment on films to keep sane. So it was a host and robots, and they also had skits and songs, and um. Yeah, there were 219 episodes of it. This started back in 1988. But just a brilliant idea for a TV show. And then the, the Sklar brothers used that idea. And back when they were at, with ESPN Classic, they would take all the old ESPN archive footage, not just, you know, the stick and ball sports, but, you know, back when ESPN had like those Ocho sports, World's Strongest Man, you name it. And they would... They would make funny comments. That was their show. John, is that is my depiction of Mystery Science Theater 3000 accurate? That is correct. Yeah, and they would just comment on really bad, not just B-movies, but just bad B-movies. 
you know, not that B movies are good, but I mean, these were like the lower end of B movies. Well, uh, now that one, I need a bit of a clarification. Jay Stu, are, is there a different? Is there a high end and a low end of B movies? <laughs> um, I I don't think so. I think it's like, I think that you're either low budget or you're not. Right? Is that what B movie is? Lower well, budget. B movie is a it? low budget movie. Yeah. Like Plan Nine um, from Outer Space was one of the most famous B movies, right? That yes, was. But do, do they have to? Do they have to be bad to be a B movie? I think there may have been some B movies that weren't as bad as others. I think that's a fair statement to say. But I I know what you're saying. Majority of B movies were probably not very good. I remember Cheap Seats like being my favorite show when it first came out. I don't know, it was the late '90s, early this century, whatever. I think it was mid '90s, and it was pre DVR, you know. So it's like you kind of had it was a still appointment viewing for me, and then the chance to to meet them uh, and become friends with them, like I that kind of TV was right up my alley. Just making fun of stuff for thirty minutes. That's that's my humor. It started in 2004, ended in 2006. Is that right? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not I, a long I, run. I oversold it. I, I thought it was on, I thought it was more. Hold on. Uh, yeah, not to be confused with the other cheap seats. So, uh, cheap seats. I, I believe that, that that's accurate. We'll have to ask, the, the Sklar brothers are coming on with us today, right? They're coming on in half hour? Yep. Yeah, it's 04. 04 to 06. Wow. It was it was it was brilliant. It was it was absolutely brilliant. And they also had the bracket and then they were on they were on the Jim Rome show when you were a producer, correct? Yep. Yep. They were a regular fill-in. Two yeah. funny guys. It's not it's not just that they're funny, it's that they're they're twin brothers obviously, and identical twin brothers. But they have this cadence to how they talk and ability to like deliver lines in unison. And follow up on each other, and it's it's honestly, I I don't know of any anybody else who's been able to do it. Um, full disclosure: we 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 talked about it on a pod, which we recorded earlier today. I'll drop that tomorrow. It's an all ball pod. I just like to get interesting people on, and they are really interesting and really funny. And they have a they have a new show out, which is on YouTube. Okay, and oh yeah, by the way, it's also part of. Uh, part of the UFC, right? And part of what, what the UFC does where it's, it's called the nosebleeds. And the first episode is free on UFC's YouTube page. Did you guys watch the fight Saturday night? I, I saw it on uh, Twitter. I saw the reaction, um, Joe Rogan's reaction to the, to one of the fighters. So give me the background. Le- that. I Leon no Edwards. <laughs> it was Leon Edwards going against Usman, who's Usman's widely considered the best fighter, best pound for pound fighter. And he was going to win. And Leon Edwards, I think it was like a left foot, like a foot to the head. And Usman went down like a sack of rocks. I just went, just went down. And that was, that was it. And then there was the, uh, Luke Rockhold, um, who he lost, and it was his last fight, and he's fighting Paulo Costa. Did you guys see this video where he was actually bleeding on Paulo Costa? I did see that. Smearing the blood with his head. (laughs) What the heck was he doing there? I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's Uh, where the sport kind of loses me, by the way. Sorry about that. It does? I I think the sport loses me when they're in those, those holds. I, I I know they're very painful and it takes a whole lot to get in and get out of that stuff. But like at that point, they lose me. And then once they get to the point where they could just start punch them in the face when they're in that hold, and then the referee has to come in and be like, "Nah, we're good. The guy's dead." See, I, I think I think that moment is is it, it's kind of meta. It's like you're you're super self aware that there's blood everywhere and you're just kind of goofing on it. That's what <laughs> that's what it, it meant to me. I know the holds lose people. The whole the, the wrestling element to it can lose people, but that is, you know, I've I've said this many times. There are three things that will survive the nuclear holocaust: cockroaches, Twinkies, and wrestlers. So I I I I, I have great amount of respect for it because there is an art to it. It's just like hockey or lacrosse or even pickleball. I saw pickleball on TV. Hard to translate on TV. Football is not hard to translate on TV. Tom Brady's back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's his head coach, Todd Bowles. 
You feel good, you know, especially after the injury bug has hit lately, so we're happy to have him back. No, we pretty much keep distractions out of our locker room, so it wasn't a big deal to us because everybody knew what was going on. Yeah, I listen, I I love Todd Bowles. I'm, I'm glad he's getting a better shot than he got when he was with the New York Jets. He was brilliant when he was with the Arizona Cardinals as a defensive as their defensive coordinator. But I just like we're kind of bearing the lead on this thing. The lead is not Brady being back or even Brady taking two weeks away. It's what's he coming back to? I want you to consider this. They're down two centers, but they're down their center. That's a big. They're now down their left guard, and you're down your tight end where Rob Gronkowski's not coming back. Your running back, Leonard Fournette, came in grossly out of shape. Your best wide receiver is coming off an ACL and isn't ready. I don't know what kind of team he's coming back to. We just made it up in our mind that Tom Brady's back. The lead, the division's not good. They're going to get to the playoffs, and it's Tom Brady. And maybe, maybe they're able to add guys, you know, guys that want to compete for a championship. Maybe they're able to do the OBJ you know, there's a guy they could add later on in the year as an OBJ as well. But, you know, when you have an older quarterback who's now taking time away in the middle of training camp, something he's never done, he's coming back to a depleted offensive line, and you can replace any team that that loses starters, set starters, he's going to struggle at that spot when they lose it at this time of year because it's just almost impossible to elevate a guy and him be good or – to, to reach out and get a, get somebody to fill in. People are available for a reason. And I just think the Buccaneers, I mean, I know that Tom Brady threw for 40 touchdown passes in what, 5,300 yards, but it was, it was a good, not great football team. And I think this team is a copy of a copy of a copy of the championship team. Yes. Uh, John Ramos. Had he gone to Las Vegas, Doug, would there have been, a chance for them to win the Super Bowl that season? Or do you think that that was just, it wouldn't have been a good fit for him? I have no idea. Okay. I have, yeah, I, I don't know no either. I, I, don't... I have no idea. If we if we go back and remember that year, that was the year that they're, the the Buccaneers offensive, I mean, the Raiders offensive line was awful, right? Okay. So he would have been running for his they, life. And then last year they rebuilt it. So, I, you know, we have no idea. You had a super talented rookie wide receiver that year who then the fought last year gets into a DUI, you know, kills a lady and her dog, not, not going to play football, maybe ever again. He's in jail currently, right? Does, does his life change? Does, is he a better player? What is their offense? Like, there's just so many. I would love to say, yeah, hey, you put Tom Brady in there and you're better. Of course, in terms of what he brings to the table, the type of leadership, the type of, um, he's just very buttoned up. But no one's ever questioned Derek Carr's leadership. I, I don't think, no one thinks, and myself included, that Derek Carr is as good as Tom Brady historically. But I would tell you, I think that he's as good as Tom Brady uh, right now, or even better right now. Just, I mean, the age difference. Brady is ageless, but he wasn't great at all times last year. Yeah. He wasn't. It's funny because when you hear the Dana White explanation, it really, I mean, it sounds to me like he's kind of saying like, man, if this were, if I would have got this gun through and Gruden wouldn't have screwed this up, whew, they would have they're Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl champions, and I, I don't think anybody feels that way. I, I don't well, think you know. I mean, a Raider fan would feel that way. Well, yeah, right? everyone <laughs> feels like true. we had Tom, we're a Tom Brady away. Right? We're, we're a Tom Brady away. But I don't think that that Raiders team wasn't a Tom Brady away. Quarterback was not their issue last year. Wasn't their issue the previous year? Even though he is um, a historic upgrade. Over over Derek Carr. Right, we'll get to we'll get to that with the uh, Sklar brothers upcoming. Plus, you're gonna love you're gonna love the back and forth in in the Yankees game. Ooh, a little bit of that's baseball upcoming. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great, great day. Excellent day. And uh, and you're ready for, for sports, right? Like real sports get really under underway. Um Man, I love this part of the show. I love this part of the show. Let's talk some baseball. It's time for... That's baseball. Uh, You know this part of the show where we find clever things that can only be described or explained in two words. That's baseball. A two-run inning by the Giants in the top of the second inning in a meaningless game against the Rockies yesterday. Got a bit of help from the Rockies. Their infielder, Ryan uh, McMahon... And uh, Ryan's glove um, was in question. A guy named, uh, was it Thario Estrada from the Giants? Hit a routine ground ball to McMahon, uh, to, McSuny, to McMahon at third. He ranged to his left. The ball went through the fingers of his glove in the outfield. You ever seen this? Have you guys seen the video? Only way to ex- explain the old CNI ground ball. That's baseball. That's baseball. All right, the Astros AAA affiliate, the Space Cowboys, scored a staggering 17 runs in the sixth inning of their 21-4 win over the AAA Dodgers team from Oklahoma City. The Space Cowboys sent 23 batters to the plate in the inning. How does a team score 17 runs going through the lineup two and a half times in one inning? That's baseball. That's baseball. And in the things you can't explain other than that's baseball, the Yankees are in the middle of a downfall, right? The best team in baseball for most of the first half of the season. Now they're just trying to hold it together. After losing on Saturday to Toronto, Aaron Boone said, we got to play better, period. The great thing is it's right in front of us. He banged on the desk, right? Yesterday, Blue Jays starter Alex Manoa 
hit Aaron Judge with a pitch. The Yankees, their starter, Garrett Cole, took issue with it, yelling at Manoa from the dugout. Manoa said this in response. I made a pitch and obviously hit Judge, and I looked at him and I said, man, you know, I'm not trying to do that. And I think he understood that, and I think if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi side next up. He looked at me, he's like, you know, that's two, and in the first inning I did, you know, <laughs> mistakenly throw one up there as well, you know, but obviously in a situation like that, I'm trying to minimize base runners. So, like I told him, I said, you know, I'm not trying to do that. Man. The idea of hitting a guy twice and trying to explain it as I'm not trying to do that. And then of course you want some come past that Audi sign that my friends baseball. That's baseball. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Great stuff. Uh, Monsi really, truly appreciate you. Uh, we got a, we got a lot to get to a lot to get to with the brothers Scalar, the Scalar brothers, of course, um, internationally known comedians. You go back to early 2000s and they had the cheap seats. Of course, they, they've written, they've produced, they've also done their own comedy shows. And they have a new show on UFC Fight Pass. It's called Nosebleeds. Uh, the first episode is up for free on the UFC YouTube page. Search first episode Nosebleeds UFC. You can watch, you can rate, you can comment. And uh, J- uh, Jason and uh, Randy Sklar joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so how, how, Randy, let me start with you. Randy, how, sure. how familiar were you with the historic vid, uh, videos uh, that you guys used to kind of comment on? How, how aware of those videos were you before you put together this show? So we knew that UFC had started in like the early 90s, but we hadn't really looked at the footage. And then the first time we watched it and the team over at Fight Pass, all the guys over there are just phenomenal. They gathered up. They're like, these would be great shows for you guys to apply that sort of old school cheap seats lens. We'll call it the nosebleeds lens of it now where you're just doing a running commentary over the ridiculousness of it. So the first episode, 1993, Denver, Colorado, Mile High City, the city's a mile high. The population's a mile higher. Mushrooms are legal. Uh, (laughs) And so you're talking about a time when Jim Brown, running back Jim Brown, that was our favorite moment. We're like, what does Jim Brown have to do with this? We were like, Jim Brown, you never fought MMA and you're retired from football. What's your opinion about this fight? So it was like he was there. Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends is the ringside uh, announcer. And you're just saying to yourself, they didn't know what they were doing back then. And that is kind of beauty for us, right, for comedy. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jason, how do you guys do it? How do you? How do you? Uh, we were talking about you guys beforehand. You got every. You know, comedy is what is it? Uh, uh, who is it? Steve Martin says comedy is all about tie tie timing, right? But you, <laughs> yeah. it, it's. It, is it? I mean, are these multiple takes? Do you guys just? How does it work? Where you guys literally have the perfect timing to add on top of, not take away from each other's comments. So, first of all, thanks for saying that. Uh, I think it's a combination of having done it together for 25 years, more, really 30 years. Um, and it's a combination of that, and it's listening while you're talking, which is strangely a, a skill that not a lot of people have. So it's me being sensitive or understanding when Randy wants to jump in and interject and then trusting him that when he does jump in, that he will have something good to say. And if he doesn't, then I can make fun of him for it. But at the same time, I have this ability to just give him the space he needs uh, so that he can go ahead and do something funny. And that's, I think that's a huge part of our time. I mean, Doug, if you think of it like a good pick and roll and the best people who know how to roll, the pick, how to just roll off at the right time, you're kind of doing your own thing. And then you literally stay to the last possible second and then you roll. And then the ball's waiting for you as you roll to the basket, like that knowledge of where that person's going to be in that moment. We've built that up over decades. Who's Stockton? Who's Malone? Well, Jason likes to wear short shorts. Jay's shorts are so short for a belt. That's John Stockton. Also, uh, yeah, John Stockton, a little crazy these days lately. Who knew that Hornacek would be the calm one? Who knew that <laughs> Carl, Carl Malone would be the calm one? <laughs> yeah, who, know, who knew that Carl Malone would be the balanced one? And it was, right? it, was it, it was John Stockton. By the way, the short shorts are kind of back. Like, the kids like the short shorts. I don't get it. We fought for years. I, it did get out of control to where they were... 
uh, they were shants, right? They were basically yeah, yeah. they come down to your your the top of your ankles, but yeah. but now we we've, we've given all that like we're going like five inch inseam even less sometimes. I mean, the, and that is because everything it's all cyclical. Like you know, all those kids are wearing that. I mean, to me, it's like they're going to come a point in time where all the dudes in the NBA are going to just start getting all their tattoos removed and go back to like being NBA players in the 1980s where nobody was inked up. Remember those days? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I was I don't have any tattoos. And right. when I was playing college basketball, we had it was about half and half. Right yeah. now, if I was playing college, I would literally be the only guy without a tattoo. Which would make you cool. I'm going to yeah. say that would make you unique and interesting and cool. People would notice that. I think that's I think that we're at a point now where people like to be noticed. So when a guy like Jordan Poole comes out of Michigan and he's like, I'm going to hike up these shorts as high as I can. And they're going to be short shorts. And that's a way for him to stand out. I think he digs it. Uh, I, I know we're, we're supposed to talk about UFC and sports and stuff like that. Um, it's interesting because on the pod, you and I were talking about, you, you guys and I were talking about kind of growing up. And I, I'm into Stranger Things. I know I'm a little late to the party. I'm on season three. Yeah. Um, but it, it, there hasn't, I, has there been anything, we're still like kind of 80s motif. It feels like we're ready for 90s. It feels like we're ready for our era, doesn't it? Oh, yes, yes. And I would say, please, please give me, give me, I want to see everyone in a cast having a soul patch. Like, get, let's get right back to that age of sublime. Let's get right at, back to that age of uh, Caesar haircut, Caesar, Caesar hair. Well, well, we got to, we got to start before we get to sublime. We got to start with grunge, right? It has to like, yeah. the opening right. shot has to be everybody in a flannel. Right? Like, I mean, why are you wearing a flannel? It's 80 degrees outside. Like, dude, you don't know. Seattle music, it's in. So how, so how mad are we at this point that Pearl Jam got off of their original name, which was Mookie Blaylock? Like, yes. Let's, let's just be honest. Oklahoma guard. He, like, wh- how mad are we that the world doesn't know who Mookie Blaylock is because then they switched to Pearl Jam? Like, what is a Pearl Jam? I don't understand that. I'd rather do Mookie Blaylock. And I think that's, that could, that's a missed opportunity. I would rather do Stacey King. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Stacey King, unbelievable towel waver for the Chicago Bulls on the championship team, right? Like that guy, I mean, he was one of those ML Carr and him. I'm trying to think in terms of great towel wavers of all time, Stacey King was right there. He was right up there, but his, his nickname, I believe, was Stacey Sky King. Talk about a guy with like no vert. Like he had, like Greg Ostertag might have had a bigger vertical than Stacy Sky King. That's a great one. He was also a great college player that didn't necessarily translate as much to the pros. But he's also one of those guys. I'm not even looking. I'm guessing he probably played like 15 years in the NBA. I think he calls right. Bulls games now. He probably played like you know, you, we think of him over like one snapshot in time. And like, yeah. how long did he play? How much money did he make? Damn, yeah. like that. That part is he did that, all right. That, yeah, he he's right. he's definitely he's definitely doing all right, Jason. And Randy Sklar joining us. Sklar Brothers, of course, it's the new show on UFC Fight Pass. It's called Nosebleeds. The first episode is up for free on UFC YouTube page. All right, I, I do, I do want to um, to keep with the if if you guys, you guys are also your writers, like all this stuff with your team of writers over the years, you have written as well, not just performing the comedy. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's start with you, Randy. Give me three shows, three shows, three three binge shows. That I binge in right now. I mean, yeah. I binge. I binge Severance recently, and that was just. I mean, that's the type of show that just stays with you. You, you watch it, and you're like, it's not funny. It's not funny. I mean, the other show that we're binging that we're on, we're going to be on tonight on FX, is uh, what we do in the shadows. Just a purely hilarious show about vampires living together on St- in Staten Island. It is. No, it's not Pete Davidson's autobiography, but it is. Super fun, really funny, and the comedy there is just just high level. And then the third show, I would say, I'm a huge Succession fan. I actually okay. think that show is sneaky funny. There, there, there's like you feel Adam McKay's influence. You in feel his imprint. Yeah. All right, uh, your turn. Give me, give me your three. Uh, so I think mine is uh, Tim Robinson's sketch show. I think you should leave. There's two seasons of that, and that is a must. That is an absolute. You have to watch it. I'm going to also throw in two shows like British projects of stars from what we do in the shadows. So you have Matt Berry's project called Toast of London, which I think you can only watch on YouTube, where he plays Stephen Toast, a voiceover artist, is so damn funny. It is so good. And then, of course, 
staff lets flats about a little real estate office in London. Uh, Natasha Demetrio, who plays Nadja on uh, What We Do in the Shadows, her and her brother have this show called Staff Let's Flats in England, and it's so funny. Those are two British shows that we're all over. Of course, we can give you the obvious ones here in the States, but we want to give you a little like off-the-beaten I, I, I like that. Um, J- Jason Rand- Randy Sklar, Sklar Brothers, of course, uh, the new show that we're talking about is Nosebleeds. I want to ask you, you guys are St. Louis born and bred. Uh, I know you're big Michigan guys, but but this Albert Pujols thing, like it's yeah. interesting. First, he come when he when he originally decided to come back for one more year, and he comes to St. Louis. They take him back. Granted, the Universal DH helps them greatly. You, yeah. What was your initial reaction to a guy that took that big check and ran to the LA Angels? So the initial reaction, it hurt because we loved him. I'm like, we had just gone to the World Series. We just won a World Series. I'm like, what more do you need, bro? Are you going to try and win an NBA title? I don't understand. What what else can we do? Also, you know, Southern California, $250 million in Southern California is like $150 million in St. Louis. It's still more than you have know what to do with but we're like he should i wish he would have stayed at carnival the whole time but we just saw him at the espies this year he gave i gave him the biggest hug ever and i was like thank god you are home i mean just thank god you are back and i think initially we just thought all right great he's going to retire here he we looped the circle back together i don't think any of us expected that he would be doing what he's doing right now nor that the cardinals would be doing what they're doing right now it's like such an exciting time for st louis because you think about that city, man, they lost the football Cardinals. They had the Rams. They lost the Rams. You know, the Blues did something special a few years ago. But that's a two-sport town now. So they need their Cardinals to do well. So it's, it's a great moment for the city. Well, you guys grew up, I mean, the old Bush Stadium. Remember, I, I, was, I did a, a dinner where I introduced Ozzie Smith. And remember when yeah. we were kids, right? You had, uh, what was uh, McGee's name with the super Will- long? Huh, Willie, Willie McGee, McGee with the super Willie. long neck. Right, Amazing. he was in center field, and then you had Ozzie Smith. But what I used to remember was summertime, a baseball and Ballantyne and Mel Allen, right? And yeah. they would show the surface thermometer at Bush hotter Stadium. Than the sun. Hotter oh, it was it was, it was literally hotter than the sun, right? And you're sitting there, and Ozzie Smith's all smiling. Like, no way, you're smiling when it's when it's that hot. That was that was the opposite effect of the Rose Bowl. Like Midwesterners turn on the Rose Bowl and like, honey, pack up the U-Haul, we're moving. Whereas when you see St. Louis, Missouri. At Bush Stadium and 130 degrees on the turf, you're like, uh, make this a mental note. I'm never moving there. Not going there. Uh, well, Ozzy Smith used to go out and do a backflip yeah. at the beginning of the game when he would go yeah. out to play defense. Like, no regular season game. Like, no one's going to do that ever again. And you had Vince Coleman on those teams, and they would just, no one would hit home runs. You just chop the ball down. Coleman would get on on an infield hit. Then he'd steal second. Then he'd steal third. Then Tommy Herr, who had like, nine home runs and 110 RBIs one year. Like, he would just get a little single to a little flare into right field. And before you knew it, Cardinals were up. They were winning whitey ball, which I don't know if you want to say the words whitey ball these yeah. days. Yeah, but like, whitey like, Her- like, like Whitey Herzog. That nickname will never come back. No one's ever going to be – anybody who's nicknamed Whitey, it's not seen as a good – like, people don't – actually, I do – Darius Rucker's um, – uh, call, security guy Dave, is yeah, one of his nicknames called, is Whitey, but but well, he's I mean, he's not white. His his nickname was even worse, the White Rat. He was the White Rat, Whitey Herzog. That's which is hilarious. I mean, what's interesting, and we were talking about with our friends. You know, we have like a a big email listserv that we all kind of kick around some old athletes and announcers and whatnot, and we were talking about Pujols in the context of the greatest baseball players and hitters of all time. He's second. He is second in total bases of all time, which is really tenth in terms of hits. And he could pass a couple dudes if he hangs around for one more year. He could finish like seventh or sixth. He says he's still retiring. I mean, he, dude, he's gone. He was he was he was below the Mendoza line before the All Star break. He's up at two seventy three with a three forty eight OBP. So now he's hitting well enough to 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 do it. But it wasn't before the All Star break. It was it, yeah. it was crazy. Um, uh, last so so all the footage on nosebleeds is older UFC footage, but I mean you had a couple incredible fights this weekend. You guys had to be watching, thinking, man, I would love to be making sarcastic comments about this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean the fights were unreal this weekend, and that was what Randy and I were saying. Like they've done it, UFC has figured it out. Like people were talking about the fight, people were talking about Edwards and Usman 
at airports this weekend. We know because we were out there and we were hearing it. Like that, they became the thing that everyone is talking about in this moment in the sports cycle. And I mean, you had Luke Rockle just rubbing blood on another man's face. Yes. Uh, Like, come on, man. That's the ultimate show of disrespect. And he was doing it. He was essentially figuratively doing that through all the weigh-ins and through the pressers and all that stuff. And he like didn't care at all. That's a guy who was on his way out the door and he's like, I'm going to scorch all the earth everywhere. (laughs) And that felt great. And you love it. And and our buddy Joe Rogan is doing the post fight interviews. So, you know, like there's a sense of like irreverence comedy, like truth that's just out there in this sport. And it feels really good. Like for us to be involved with it and to be associated with it, doing our show feels pretty good. Uh, First episode of Nosebleeds UFC is available for free on the UFC YouTube page. It's the Sklar Brothers. You've listened to them for years. You'll laugh your junk off, if you will, watching this show. Uh, Guys, thanks so much for joining me on the pod. And thanks especially for joining me here live on the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.